Hello and welcome back to the Steph Sanzaro podcast. My name is Steph and I am so glad to have you guys here with me for another week on the podcast. Today I am blessed to have such a gorgeous and such a bright light of a human on the podcast and this is somebody that I have known of for a couple of years and someone that I have connected with here and there but only now have we really been drawn towards each other and the work that we're doing and I am so so grateful that she took the time today to have this conversation with us and to really talk about coming into our true self understanding and trusting our instincts and to really align ourselves with who we are and what we want with our future and that's why i'm so grateful to introduce you guys to our next guest Haley madison Haley, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast i'm really excited to have this conversation with you i know we were just talking that we've been connecting for about two or so years now through instagram since about 2018 and We've just magically found our way to each other in this time, which I just think is so beautiful. I'm really excited to connect today. Yeah, likewise. I feel like it's divine timing for us to be in this space together, creating such a powerful episode for everyone who's listening. Yeah, and that's exactly what it's going to be. It it will be a very powerful episode and I hope the listeners are ready for it. And it's definitely one that they will probably want a pen and a piece of paper ready because we're going to dive in today, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. Look, first of all, Hayes, I'd just love for you to give the listeners a little bit of a rundown on who you are and go right back through your story for us. Yeah, so I can go deep right from the beginning, but I'm Haley. I'm originally from New Jersey in the States, but I live in Australia now um, with my partner. Um, We live on this beautiful farm together, just the two of us, and we're really into permaculture and living sustainable lifestyles. So my life outside of that is pretty interesting. I'm a big on traveling. I'm big on teaching people how to live healthy lifestyles, become the best version of them. And I have a program that I walk clients through called Light Leaders Academy. So what I do for a living is I'm a business coach and I teach people how to not only change the world, but it starts from the inside out. So I walk them to this 12-week program and we focus a lot on business and empowerment as well. Oh, that's so exciting. And I love that you're able to really basically put the listeners through or through your clients through, sorry, exactly what you've had to do yourself to be able to grow into where you are sitting in business today. And I just think that's so powerful that you suggested that it really starts from the inside first. Yeah, that's what's really fascinating about it. I work with transformational coaches, teaching them how to structure their businesses to make great and like to create or generate great impact in the world. And it's interesting because my journey with my business started with health coaching, then transformational coaching, empowerment coaching, and then it evolved into what I'm doing now. And it's interesting as I've changed and evolved, my business has changed and evolved as well. And I've been very opening to like very open to allowing that to happen. Mm. I think it's so powerful that we have to allow change, that we just have to go with the flow and always know that we're never sort of stunted in where we are. We always have the ability to move through and to change. Exactly. And I found that fascinating. One of the first things we talked about before getting on this call is we've been following each other's journey and where we were at when we virtually met to this point now. We've shown up as multiple different like expressions of ourselves. 
through the evolution of the last few years. And I find it to be incredibly powerful when people really honor that expression of them that they are in that present moment without being mean to themselves or even at times being hard on themselves, but still giving themselves permission to change and evolve. Mm. I think it's really beautiful. It just means that we never have to stay in one place. We can do what the tide tells us to do and what our gut tells us to do. And we were saying before this call that, you know, I was in a very much a eating plant-based structure of, you know, helping and inspiring, but now I've moved into more of a mental health realm. And I see that you've almost done like the same thing yourself in your own way. It's so great. And I was wondering how was like, what inspired, inspired you, sorry, to get into this helping people realm of, you know, business and what you do right now? Well, it's interesting you did say that because my journey completely did start with food because I feel as I started like my awakening or I started to evolve into a more conscious version of my younger self, it started with food. Mm -hmm. And I started to notice when I fed myself with foods that made me feel better, my energy levels and my emotional body became stronger. So I was really attracted to that. But what ignited this journey to be like completely transparent to go very deep, I was very much surrounded with people growing up who did not live healthier conscious lifestyles. And there was a lot of addiction surrounding me and depression. And when I got to an age that I was more aware of what was going on, when I started to acknowledge that, okay, there is addiction and there is a depression, I started to understand what it was. At a young age, I started to recognize some patterns within myself that I was starting to form based around my environment. And something within me down the line was like, no, this is not what I want. And I want to make a change and basically rewrite that ancestral trauma that is just continuing to evolve. And I didn't want to bring that forward and create another like generation of that through my actions. So it took a lot of work and I went through a lot of depressions and a lot of different phases, but through all of that where it felt scary and I felt alone, I really found my way. And that's when I started to really become attracted to helping other people form that type of life as well, where they feel good and confident and because I know what it's like firsthand and seeing it through other people's journeys, how dull and scary life can be if we aren't living with intention. Thank you so much for taking us through some of your story there. I think that a lot of the listeners can probably relate to like how much uncertainty there is growing up like that, you know, and then the inability to feel safe almost. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, we have to create that environment for ourselves, but it's really scary and it feels really alone. Mm, It does. And I think it's really important that we've come together today because we obviously come from a place of not wanting anyone to feel that aloneness, that thought that they are struggling by themselves in that world. And you do a really beautiful job of letting Mm -hmm. people know that they are not alone and that they can thrive and prosper. And you're doing that each day, which I just think is so amazing. from where you've come from it just sounds like you've been through so much and yeah it's very admirable to see what you're doing today Haley. thank you i can see the genuineness when you say that it really touches me but something i've really acknowledged i just want everybody to listen like listening to hear this is that wherever you're at right now it might be a dark place you might be feeling lost or alone just know that if you choose to wake up every day and make decisions which both scare you and challenge you but also better you 
you're going to get to a greater place than you're at now. And you just have to trust in that. So no matter how hard it is to make those decisions, you've got to just do what's best for you and not to satisfy the people around you or not to feed into the energy around you. Mm. I think so much of us are raised to be people pleasers. We want the validation mm. of the people around us and you know, removing that is, it's really hard to start to focus on ourselves rather than trying to please everyone around us. Can you give any suggestions on how to start like breaking that down? Breaking that down is I would look around you and see your innate environment and see if that's actually what you want to become in this life. And in some circumstances, yes, there's some qualities within the people around you or the environment around you that you do want to embody and grow from but really analyze what it is in your life that you just see does not serve you. And this comes back to honoring our true selves and breaking free from our conditioning because our true selves versus our conditioned self, who we tend to embody most of the time are two completely different things. Our true self is our purest essence of who we really are. So choosing to wake up every day and come home to that version of yourself and rewiring the subconscious mind to giving yourself permission to being that true version of you, no matter how much, like how scary it is or the risk you have to take or the people you fear you might lose, mm. but spending some time or years being selfish, really getting to know that side of yourself. Wow. I think that's, it's really important that you said that today because there is like, it's really hard to be selfish. We, we want to help, we want to serve, but I think it's really beautiful to always come back to that memory that we cannot serve others if we're not serving ourselves first. Exactly. And if you take that time, I say selfish in like quotations, mm. but if you take that time to be selfish and just really focus on yourself, you're going to make a greater impact on the world. And you're also going to experience a much like, like brighter lifestyle and you're going to feel better throughout your day to day. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. There's so much self-worth that comes from self-care and it's just about cracking into the minds of these people and the listeners today and saying like you are actually deserving of taking care of yourself. Mm, absolutely. Something I would love for the listeners to do if you do feel like you're in a place where you feel stuck or lonely or even congested, just separate yourself from your environment for a moment. Literally just like take the back seat separate yourself from the emotion, separate yourself from everything going on around you and just observe everything going on. Observe the emotions that are coming up, what's triggering you and notice the, and study the experiences that you're having. Cause if we can separate the emotions from the experiences, we can really learn from the experiences, integrate like the lessons, and then we'll be able to progress and grow and evolve from that reality. Mm. That is so good. I'm so glad that you suggested that today. I think the listeners are going to love that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's actually super fun too. And it's a hard thing to do because where we're at now, we feel like we're going to be out forever. And I know that firsthand, I get so caught up in what is happening around me that I forget that this isn't my forever, that I have choice to change. I have choice to maybe do things differently that day. But it's hard to see that when everything feels so like, so much and it just feels like it's just really dark or even not dark but it just feels so permanent but nothing's actually permanent because we have choice to change we do it's the beauty of life is that everything is impermanent and it's just like knowing that that this too shall pass i always come back to that quote and i think it's so powerful mm, yeah it sums it up very well yeah 
Haley, I'd love for us to, like, first of all, tell us how you started to change your way of thinking, how you got out of the, that pattern of addictive mindset and, you know, those dark places. How did you start to see the light? Yeah, so I never, my addiction didn't show forth as, like, drugs or anything like that. It showed forth more or less, like, I became addicted to personal growth. So, <laughs> When I was like at a young age, I was very much like a drinker for a long time when I was younger, but like partier. And then I started to recognize when I was 21, I quit drinking alcohol actually because I recognized that I wasn't an alcoholic, but I noticed that I embodied some qualities that was leading towards a lifestyle that I didn't want to live. And I've always used the people in my life who I love to be like my biggest influences. So whether they were positive or negative, I would really just like study them and recognize there are some qualities within a lot of people in my life that I did not want to embody. And I just wasn't, and I was inspired by it because I knew that they weren't happy in their lifestyles as well. Mm -hmm. So that was a big influence for me at a young age. But when I started to recognize that I wanted to do different, I was in a really low place at the time. And I was in a quite a deep depression because I was going through this like identity crisis so I really was addicted to working out I would be in the gym for like like five or six hours a day I was really restrictive eating at the time and then I was just trying to cope with a lot of things in my life that I didn't agree with and trying to like change so much and it started from my body image Mm -hmm. and from my mind I was just suppressing my mind through working out so what got me out of that was when I quit drinking alcohol I went into this phase where I kind of ran away from everything I just I saved up like $2,000 at the time, which was like, I was like 21. So that was like, felt like a lie. I felt like I could take on the world with that. And I took that $2,000 and I ran away. I just wanted to leave everything behind. I wanted to leave anybody who's ever hurt me behind, anybody who couldn't be there for me behind. I wanted to leave any type of experience that I no longer wanted to identify with behind and start over essentially. Mm -hmm. So I moved to Bali and I've been living there ever since for the past like four years. Um, between there and Australia, but I moved to Bali and I recognized that when I got there, I physically moved locations, but mentally every problem I had confronted me when I was there. So I really had to face a lot of trauma and demons at that time. And I recognized that I didn't have to leave locations. And I, part of me is glad I did because the experience was exactly what I need to with my healing. But part of me also goes back and knows that she could have been strong enough to heal herself in my environment, my actual home where I'm from with those people, but I didn't see my strengths at the time. So then I went back to America where my family was, my old friends were, and everything was different, but the same. The reality was the same here, but I was a completely different person. So I showed up differently. And when I came back, I just remember observing everything and everything around me. And I recognize that the reality is the same, but I'm different. So I have choice to change. And then everything just was different. And eventually I began starting my business, helping other people start to live healthier lifestyles and to change their reality just by changing their internal world. And through that, it's just been a consistent evolution. And now I'm here doing what I'm doing now with teaching people how to run businesses, because I believe that every transformational coach has the like chance and the ability to change people's lives. We just need strong structure in our lives and in our business, which I lacked for a long time. <laughs> I similarly relate to that. Hales, thank you so much for mentioning like 
that running away never really solves our problems, that Mm -hmm. wherever we go, they're most likely going to follow us because they're within us. I think it's Mm -hmm. really powerful to note that. Yeah, and I come across a lot of people who say that. They're like, I just want to get them move and this will solve all my problems. And I, I feel for them so deeply because I remember being in that position and I risked everything I have to do that. But then I recognize being on the other side of it that didn't solve anything because you go back to that home location. Unless you really truly heal, your problems just continue to follow you. And I always say, this is one of my favorite things I teach, is that you, the same lessons show up in your life again and again until you fully learn them. So if you're not healed and you're not doing your work like in the like environment where you were hurt, you can't escape it. It's going to follow you. Well, what type of healing like became of you? What were you doing to work through all of this stuff? I feel like at that time it was the first time I wasn't numbing myself through like comfort or wasn't distracting myself through things that I could have been doing such as like when I was going to the gym I was partying with friends all the time I was really focused on eating I just like took a breath and relaxed and just let myself experience my day-to-day life like as is and it was like the first time in my life I started to really get to know myself and become my own friend Mm -hmm. and at the time I was going I went through a breakup so I was single I was really just focused on me and I gave myself permission to show up exactly as I wanted to be no matter how uncomfortable that was And that's just been a ritual of mine every day since. And it took some deep healing. A lot of like things that I suppressed for so many years were coming up and I was having dreams and nightmares. And I would wake up in the morning and just rather than distract myself, I would sit with it and try and learn like the lessons from everything that I was facing. Oh, I love what you've just said there. Learn the lessons from what I was facing. Because I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot more to pain than just the feeling. It can actually be our greatest teacher too. Exactly. It can be your greatest teacher, 100%. I think that pain is beautiful. It's, it's uncomfortable and it's ugly, but I don't think we would be able to live the lives we do without pain. Mm. The human experience is quite about suffering. I think it's Buddhists that believe that, that the world is about suffering, but it's a beautiful suffering. And I wish I knew it better because then I would be able to express it better. But it makes so much sense where we all suffer. We all go through our individual struggle. You've been through your own. I've been through my own. But the beautiful part is that we can get to the point where we can help others through their struggle. Yeah, I love how you say that because if you guys follow me on Instagram, I know, Steph, you follow me on Instagram. I talk about my past journey a lot. Mm-hmm. And I do that not because it's such a relevant part of my life. because I, I do it because I know a lot of people can relate to where I've been or are experiencing similar situations. But if you meet me in person, I can no longer identify with any of what I did. I can't identify with having people in my life who are addicts, even though like it's relevant, it's real, but I can't identify with that. I can't identify with any depression I went through. I can't identify with who I was through different phases of my life. The only person I know how to be now is this person I am today. And that's who I'm going to show up as. But I've, I've had experiences, I've had stories from the past, but I no longer hold like emotion attached to those because I fully healed them. I understand why they happened in my life. It's just, it's so amazing to see the work that you've done. And I know a lot of listeners are probably sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, like there's so much stuff that I need to work through. I really, I want to get to where Haley is right now. Like where can they start? What can they do? Start by doing less. I feel like a big thing with healing is we want to 
become more, do more, be more, see more, and create more. But the reality is, is just get to know who you really are and fully accept who you are and not trying to escape what you've been given or what your reality is. Because we, we put ourselves into this like small box when we think we're limited and we don't see how like the beauty in what we actually have. And even though those times were so dark, I often like sit here going to bed at night and I just wish I would have been more present with what was actually happening rather than trying to escape it. As Steph knows, right now I'm back in um, America right now visiting my family. And just today, I was just sitting there with some people I love and I was just staring at them and looking at them. And I noticed that when I was in such a dark place, I was consistently just like being ignorant to the actual beauty around me, even though it felt so dark and I felt like I couldn't connect to anybody. And I felt that wasn't where I was supposed to be at the time. I wish I could go back and just be present more and that's how it really starts oh yeah you you are speaking to my heart right now it's yeah we're so oblivious to what's going on around us when that darkness seems to be like completely covering our eyes it feels like nothing can ever get better or improve but like you're proof of it that it, it can and you can live this like life of light almost yeah and it feels good to be able to stand or sit here right now and tell you that like I've evolved and I've been through some heavy things, but it, may, it doesn't make me unique compared to anybody else who's been through things. Like you just said it so well, we all have like struggles and we all have things we go through. And this is just my story. So when I encounter another person who's suffering, I just want to hold them and let them know that, that you are seen, you are held, but that darkness is keeping you blind to the love you have around you. And we forget that we can outsource. And it's such a beautiful thing. Like, me and Steph connected, what, two years ago. We were both in interesting phases of our lives, but yet we were outsourcing. Mm -hmm. And you can really start to call in the people who are going to support you and to help you rise. You just need to stop feeding energy into either escaping or into what doesn't serve you. Mm, I think you've just touched on something so beautiful. It's like calling it in and manifesting. Could you go into that a little bit deeper for me? Yeah, I can go into it um, in a few different ways, but I'm going to bring up like my partner mm -hmm. in this essence because we were just talking. It's like one of the first things you asked me when you got on our call. But um, so when I was last, actually, I really want to tell the story because Steph, you had an experience in India as well. But last year I went to India and I was living in an ashram for like six weeks. And right when I entered this ashram, it was seems like every like I'm in like monk mode. I'm so focused on my practice. I took a month off business and all I could focus is on like is this present moment. But as soon as I went to this place like a week later, it felt like my whole world outside of this present, like my innate reality flipped upside down. Like somebody I love got pregnant, they went missing, somebody else I love went to jail, somebody else I love went to a like psych ward. It was just all of these crazy things that I couldn't have like predicted or couldn't make up just for happening and I remember sitting there in this like ashram just so upset like going back into a depression after I've did so much work to get myself out but those are things that obviously are going to trigger you to challenge you and you could either go one way or the other and at the time I was just like not I didn't know how to handle it and then my partner who I have now around that time we met online and I just remember sitting there, I was like, I just want somebody to fully see me and be able to just hold me in this space because this is one thing I can't do alone because I was stuck in like a parallel world where I wanted to be back 
where the people I love were suffering, but I also knew so deeply that I needed to be where I was. Yeah. So at that time I called my partner in and we met and he really supported me through that. But that was just by pure like manifestation of calling that person into my life. And ever since those types of experiences, I've met so many people who through my journey, I just really resonate with because I'm not hiding who I really am. If you show up completely in your truth and as you are without trying to be differently, then you're going to really call on the people who see you. And I just say that with such compassion because if you're trying to be something you're not, or you're hiding your truth, you're not going to be able to call in those people who really do see you and can hold you. You are spot on. Like, I just, I love the way that you say that because we hide ourselves in a way to protect ourselves. But by doing that, we're actually keeping so much goodness away from ourselves and almost like rejecting it and not letting it in. We're, we're working against ourselves. Exactly. So when I was in that dark place, um, I could have kind of like hid or not even just me, but if anybody's in a dark place, you can either like hide it and not even acknowledge it and be in monk mode like I could have been. But rather I was in this place of deeply focused on myself, but acknowledging what was going on that was really affecting me. And I choose to like integrate it. Mm. It's, it takes so much self-awareness to be able to do that. And I love that you said that you wanted to be there for those that were suffering in your life. You did, you felt like you, you wanted to be there, but you chose to be within yourself and to keep on that journey. I think so many of us get stuck in this mindset that we have to fix others. We have to save others. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's where it comes back to being like selfish. And you know what? Ever since that experience, um, choosing to focus inward, knowing that I couldn't do anything to save other people in that exact situation. Um, today, I can stand here and tell you everybody I love in my life is sober. Everybody in my life is doing so good, including like just people who I never would have expected. And that's just because, of course, it, this isn't always the case. But I truly believe that because I focused on myself, I called it in this reality and really help the other people in my life just by becoming the best version of me. So you can either hide who you are and get into that energy and that environment that makes you feel stuck, or you can choose to separate yourself, even emotionally or mentally, and focus on yourself inward. And that's going to impact the people in your life the most. You won't feel as alone because you're going to become a person you really enjoy to be around. So you're going to love your own, like, you're going to love your own presence. Oh. I just think, yeah, you're just hitting all the all the boxes for me today. I'm <laughs> loving this conversation and I just don't know how powerful it's going to be. And I want to take it a, a little bit deeper. And we've discussed earlier the, the inner child work. Mm. It's something that a lot of people are still unaware of. And I think it would be really beneficial for us today to explain it on that, the most basic level, but to also delve a little bit deeper. Mm. So I like to describe the inner child as like the archetype of our youth. Um, well, there's so many directions I can go into this, but the direction I want to go into is taking you guys through the thought process of lose, like growing up fast or growing up really quickly when you're young. And I have a feeling that a lot of the people listening to this will be able to resonate because we have experiences in our life that push us to become more mature or adult quicker than we would have naturally done in like a natural like evolution. So when you get to a position where you want to reclaim your inner child, 
it's one of the most powerful experiences of your life because I feel who I am today in this moment embodies more of my child than I ever did my whole entire life. And that's just because I feel free. I feel so safe to be who I am and my inner child who was put to rest or doormat within my body has rose and is now like, I'm going to take the driver wheel for a while because I've seen what life can be like when I'm hidden and it's not as enjoyable and it's not as free. No, no. So that that inner child within us is really just like an archetype for just pure like um, safety and expression. It's like, feeling free to be and to play. So a big thing I would begin to do now if you're struggling or suffering from suppressing your inner child is I would go and play. And I say that it's like so humbly. It's one of the biggest things you can do. Go play outside every day. Go for like walks and get lost. Go do whatever it takes that like you enjoy. Like a big thing for me is rollerblading. And it sounds like so corny and cheesy, but it's one thing that I do like to heal my soul because that's one thing I just never gave myself permission to do when I was younger because I thought it wasn't cool or I thought I had to be older and do like adult things all the time. So now like just doing things like that really brings something like triggers something in me. And I'm big on dancing too. And until like last year when I started to become comfortable myself, I didn't actually know how to dance or move. Then one day when I started to really embody this like strong woman essence, I began being like, in tune and in flow and just happened so organically whoa i i saw you dancing like i think it was last year online and i just thought to myself my gosh she must have so much experience i was like it just looked like it was so natural for you absolutely not when i was 21 i went to vegas um and i just remember i was dancing and like my friends my friends they weren't even like my friends at the time it was just people I was there with it's long story but um they were telling me I was like dancing like a chicken and like I was so like ashamed and I felt like I was so like self-conscious after that and like not like comfortable in my body and then all of a sudden when that happened I shedded that experience and I started to recognize that I just wasn't like I really wasn't confident in my body so it was just awkward and then one experience like after another when you start to come home to yourself you begin to come in tune and you just begin to find like a really beautiful like balance inside of you that you can express yourself from a really pure and beautiful place. And that's your inner child in my eyes is coming out to play and be seen. Yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. And something that you just said about shame, just that Mm. everything resonated because when we are shamed, when we're told things and they affect us like that, we are burying that child even deeper and deeper because we believe it's, it's not cool or it's not you know, valid to have it explore because people shame us into believing that. And can we talk about conditioning and shame a little bit? Mm, yeah, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. Yeah, shame and conditioning and all this negative, well, let's say it this way, shame and guilt And all of these other negative emotions we experience are all due to conditioning because we don't believe that we are either valid or good enough or we don't believe in our true selves, that we can be recognized as that. So we try and fit ourselves into this box. And if we don't live up to these subtle like expectations or we don't or we limit ourselves, we start to feel these feelings like we're not good enough and we shame ourselves for that. And it's really sad. It's really sad. It is really sad because like you were saying, it really stops us from expressing our true selves and 
like we've said, it just like it links in so beautifully that if we're not expressing our true self, we cannot become our higher self. Mm-hmm. I'm really big on talking about our higher selves as well, because oh. our higher self is just an expression of us that already lies within us, but it's the part of us that we want to be working towards. And we're, it's continuously evolving and growing. So we get to a next level of who we are when we're, when you're on this journey of just really working on yourself from the inside out, you hit, I always say like, you hit these like different phases and your higher self is consistently growing and evolving because you can't really see who your higher self is from the place you're at right now. I can't, you can't, you can only see what your mind allows you because a lot of the time we don't believe that we're capable of becoming this pure essence and expression so if we're continuously working towards something greater and we're making those decisions every day to become just like greater is the best word i can think of but become more than we already are in like a way that's just like a more love and more like healthier decisions and things like that we're always going to continue to evolve and to shape into a beautiful expression of us mm. and you mentioned taking better care of ourselves and I'm wondering, like, it's so different individually for each of us, but, like, what are the most special things and the ways that you take care of yourself? Like, what is the most special to you? Specialty for me is, of course, with nutrition. I'm really big on just nourishing my body with foods that really do make me feel good. It took me a long time to break the mindset that I had to, that, like, I was always going to want to eat sugar and just foods that wasn't good for me. And it's been seven years since I've had sugar now or alcohol. So it feels really good. Or no, it hasn't been seven years for alcohol. It's been like four years for alcohol, but it feels really good to be able to stand here before you and say that because it's been a really like interesting journey, understanding my relationship and my mindset with food. But so food's a big one, just nourishing my body properly every day, but also taking time to just be alone every day. And I was, as, I think it's because I used to fear it so much. Like I went through a breakup. Um, I wasn't expecting you to talk so much like first person, but <laughs> um, this is what it's okay. all about. Like connect to that deep part of yourself, please. Okay. Cause it feels good to actually share this with you guys. But um, I went through like a deep breakup when I was like 21, right before I left for Bali and that whole experience. And I had a fear of like sleeping alone, being alone, doing anything alone. So it took me a while to get back to a place where I was like, okay, I feel good being alone. And I recognize that being alone doesn't mean I'm actually alone. So now that I really cherish that time every day of just turning off from everything and just doing whatever I want to, even if it's for like 20 minutes. I love that you've spoken about being alone. And I know that we've talked about this before, but it's so powerful getting to know yourself and also being comfortable in your own company. Because I know that both both of us can agree that, you know, we spend all of our time in here. And if we're not happy in here, then where is that happiness coming from? Yeah. Exactly. It's really beautifully said. Yeah, so I really want to push everybody to spend some time alone because I know a big topic we wanted to go into is being like feeling good with being alone and not feeling like you're rejected or abandoned just because you spend time alone or you're going through phases where you're isolating or you don't want to be around people or you feel like nobody wants to be around you. Just know that's not your forever and learn to feel safe in that by just understanding who you are, but really understanding who you are. You've but an important thing to like to touch here is that we go through phases. We mm. will be down, we'll be up, and we might go down again. And when we feel like we're healed, then we might go back again. It's it's never ending. 
Yeah, and I like the way you just said that because we do go up, we go down, we go up, we go down. Like I said, I was on such a high and then nothing happened in India and it brought me back down, but I chose to focus on myself. But the thing is that we tend to not um, put our energy towards is that we do go up, we do go down, we do go up, and then say we're back down. But we forget that that second time we go down or that when we're down again, that it's a different place than we were before when we were down because we've had so many experiences to evolve from the last time we've had those feelings. But because of our old comfort zones or our old habits, we tend to forget all the experiences we've had and integrate them into this new mindset that just because we're down, it doesn't mean that we've taken steps back. It just means that there's still some things for us to learn and to grow through. Definitely. And you know, that time that you're down, you have new skills. You can work out of that a little bit faster than you did last time or a little bit better or with a bit more grace. It's, that's a really beautiful point, Haley, because we can think that once we're healed, we're healed. But if we go back down and we've failed, it's not failure. No, I don't even think I, it's a topic that I think of often. I don't believe in failure because if you're trying and you're really like, really giving everything you have to your growth. I'm so big on that. It's just consistently growing and evolving and experiencing life through different eyes of our own expression, like just being so present, but in the different like side of ourselves, being able to show up in that way, then there's no such thing as failure. If you're just fully accepting of who you are each given day Mm. and you're trying to do more. That's all it really takes, isn't it? Just trying to be better than we were yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing we can do for ourselves. So yeah. there's no failure if you're you're really trying. No, Haley, I've loved having this conversation with you, and I just think it's so powerful that you've taken us back to that child who obviously felt, you know, so alone and had to raise herself. And you know, you grow up way too fast, but you've been on this beautiful journey where you've grown so much, and probably more than that little child ever believed she ever would. And now you're helping people every freaking day. Sorry, swearing's really not the best. <laughs> but you're carrying yourself with so much light. And I feel like you are closer and closer to your higher self every single day. And I just want you to know that I'm proud of you. Like I see you, I hear you. I think the listeners are going to fall in love with you and they see you too. Thank you for showing up. Thank you. Yeah, it's been an incredible journey and it's only going to keep evolving. And same goes for everybody. Same goes for you and everybody listening. Like I take your, your acknowledgement and I really, it sits with me deep because I'm proud of myself. I really am. So that means a lot. And I'm proud of everyone here listening to this podcast, because that means if you ended up in our corner right now, that means you are on a journey to better yourself. You didn't stumble across this by accident. You didn't stumble across it you know, not trying to better yourself. You came here because you wanted to gain something. So I'm proud of everybody here because this is a co-creation between me and Steph and everybody here listening. I love that you've said that because how our paths today have aligned and we've connected, it's literally the people who are listening, they've also aligned with us today. And and that's manifestation. Like that is where they are meant to be at this exact moment. And you and I are too. Yeah. Exactly. So it's super powerful. It yeah. is. Haley, before we wrap things up today, is there anything that you feel that we haven't covered today or something that's coming to you deeply that you think the listeners need to know before we wrap this up? Yeah. If you feel like you have a calling, 
but you're too scared to go after it because you don't think you're good enough or you don't, you're afraid to be seen or whatever other fears are coming up, we, we should have a conversation because those fears that are coming up for you are going to be your fuel for you to really create impact on people's lives. It also change your life for living like a better and like, yeah. So just seek help, seek support. If you really feel that stuck and just know that I'm here steps here and you are not alone. Mm -mm. Thank you so much. And where can they work with you? Like where can they find you on social media? How can they connect? connect with me send me a dm honestly anytime i love talking to people i love making connections but on instagram i am i am Haley madison um, my website is haleymadison.com so yeah just pop me an email or send me a dm and let me know you watched this episode because it'd be really nice to hear what you gained from it mm, i agree we would both love to hear your responses and to know what resonated with you the most and Ellie, thank you so much for showing up today and just giving everything you've got. I am, I'm so humbled that you shared with us today. So just a big thank you from like the bottom of my heart. You're welcome. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you so much. Wow. What a beautiful episode. Gosh, I feel really blessed to have been able to sit down and have this conversation with Haley because there are so many moments that I resonated with and so many parts of her story where I just thought, yeah, I resonate with feeling unsafe and having so much doubt and uncertainty and not knowing who I am or trying to run away from reality. And it's something that a lot of us go through. And that's why I feel like it's really, really powerful to talk about it and to really listen in on Haley's journey and understand that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is a strong sense of self that can come when you choose to work on yourself. I'm so, so grateful to Haley for having this conversation with us today and for sharing some of her light on each and every one of us and sending it through to your ears. I really, really benefit from listening to these conversations myself. I learn something new every single week and I just feel like my life has become so much richer since having these conversations and I hope you guys feel the same. And if you do, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you thought about this conversation with Hayley or any other of my beautiful guests. And if you find it in your heart that you have the time, if you could head across to the iTunes podcast app, I would feel so blessed if you left a review for me it really helps others hear these messages and to hear these episodes when you leave a review so thank you for being here today and thank you for showing up and sharing your time with us and I will see you again in my next episode